You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Thanks, Vanessa. We've got plenty of NRL, obviously, to continue to get through on the roundup this morning with Matty Johns, uh, including our Coach of the Year points. So, Matty, we're going to start judging the Coaches of the Year. And on the judging front, I'll get your thoughts, too, around the changes to the Dally M judging for 2023. We've now got two judges. They'll remain anonymous, so you can get a maximum of six points. But does it matter if you're at the game or is it okay if you're watching it on the telly? Your thoughts on that. But Liverpool 7, Man United Nil. This is massive. You you well know that if you're in the UK at the moment, especially in that area, that's it. That's all you're talking about. Incredible. And I'll tell you what, it'll be a, be a big day up in the Hunter Valley because of Craig Johnston, because of Jono. Uh, most people up there I know are liver, big Liverpool supporters. And it's been a tough year for Liverpool. At Liverpool under Klopp, we've had a great couple of seasons few seasons there but uh, this year I reckon you just look at them and they've they've lost to that just that pinch of desire I reckon they've put style above su- above substance a little bit but that that was just an enormous result um, just you know and it, it's fantastic it's just you know like I love it when like I've interviewed Craig a few times or even just general conversation over beer with Jono and the, the moment I start talking about Liverpool he just wells up yeah. straight away and it's you know, I know Barcelona, their, um, their motto is more than a club. Well, Liverpool's exactly the same. I remember as a kid, you know, you get getting up at uh, wee hours of the morning, watching them beat Roma in the European Cup and stuff like that. It's just got so much tradition. There's just so much love for that club. And, and in the Premier League, I tell you what, you're the king one moment and then you're under the pump the next. Like, you know, Jurgen Klopp, of course, he's been under pressure this year after being... You know, spoken about as one of the, their greatest ever managers alongside, you know, Kenny Dalglish and, and Shankly and whatnot. But this year he's been under the pump. And now, of course, the Dutchman, uh, Eric, Eric, Eric the Great, yep. they were calling him there, Man United. He'd wake up today and he would be under the pump massively. So, mate, it's a, it's a tough school there for managers. The club's heaviest defeat since 1931. Put this into perspective in a rugby league front. Scoreline and and teams, like teams that hate each other and an absolute thrashing. Wow, yeah, it'd be... <laughs> it'd, I'm just... Mate, I, I, it'd be like... It'd be like the Bunnies beating the Roosters 50-0. 50-0. Or 60-0 in the semi-final. Yeah, exactly. Let us uh, know your thoughts around that. Did you catch it this morning? Is it the most stunning... Uh, victory you've seen. I mean, Liverpool 7, Manchester United nil. We're going to dig into that a little bit later. Coach of the Year. Right, let's do this, Matty, after round one. Thanks to Glencore, Advancing Everyday Life. So what we're going to do after each round is give 3-2-1 to the coaches and obviously collate those. I mean, where does where does Wayne Bennett's performance sit here? Is that a, is that a three-pointer straight off the bat or does somebody like Anthony Seabold put his hand up to take the, the three? Oh... Uh... Look, I'll go with. I'll, I'll ride on the wave of the emotion and say it's three points to Wayne, particularly, uh, particularly, just particularly how he's turned that last trial around. And and I'll I'll be honest with you. I, I was watching Wayne 
after that or during up in the box in that last trial. And Wayne will just scoff and go, well, you, you're kidding, aren't you? But, mate, I could see that he was a little bit rattled by it. Mm. But in that short period of time to then go, okay, this is what happened. I know what happened. I know how to turn this round. I know how to beat the Roosters. The style of football they played, primarily, Matty, when you enter a competition, right, and you are, uh, for use of a better term, a battler. You're a side that's got to punch above your weight. The first thing you've got to do is make yourself tough to beat. And that's, that's how they, they built their game yesterday. They didn't move the ball sideways uh, for the sake of it. They just kept the ball right through the centre field and drove through. They completed high and they tackled their asses off. Right? And straight away that makes you hard to beat. And, and by doing that, they just burnt the roosters out of gas. And that last 20 minutes was their reward. You know, when All of a sudden the flash football came, but... Yeah, Wayne just adjusted their style, got them playing a more blue style of foot, uh, blue collar style of football, and uh, and got the dividends. The two points I give to Jason Demetria. I watching the way that um, the bunnies, the bunnies are about to take the next step, because I thought the bunnies were always too left centric. Everything went to the left to Cody. There was just way too much pressure on Cody. What you see now is you've got Cook through the middle, reignite, you know, reignited the getting him out, getting making him the focal point again. But Lachlan Ilias on the right hand side is all of a sudden starting to have a huge impact. So he gets the two points. One point I'm going to go with. Look, you, there's an argument for Seebs, but uh, I don't want to be biased. Living on the northern beaches, I'll go one point. Justin Holbrook, Justin Holbrook, and we've discussed this before. The decision from Justin Holbrook after losing both for more for the season, which is a big loss. But to shift David Fafita from the right over to the left to work with the experienced Kieran Foran, we said before that I think it could have been a real making of David Fafita, and yesterday Fafita was devastating. And you just watch, when you go back and watch the game, you look at the little things that Foran did for Fafita. Foran, the first try they scored, Foran did this beautiful late little straighten that just opened the gap up for Fafita. So one point to Justin Holbrook. I reckon there's two an argument. It's interesting, isn't it? Because as you were talking, mate, I was trying to pencil down who I thought would probably fit the one-point role because I would have thought that, that that Anthony Seabold had slot into the two points. And the first name that came up was Jason Demetrio. And that, that right versus left um, combination now that you're talking about, one of the key things that I thought was really cool was Lachlan Ilias giving an, an insight into, you know what, there's so much focus over there on our left side that us guys over here on the right, it's like forwards and backs, defence and attack. It's like we take that personally. So they're, they're all rack, you know, racking on about how good the left is. Well, we want to yep. prove how good we can be on the right. Yes, you can see with Lachlan that, that last, uh, the, the first 12 months, he went through, through some, like young playmakers do, right? I, I think young playmakers or young players in general, Matty, I don't think, I, you don't look at them as first graders until they've played, in my opinion, f- about 40 NRL games. And with playmakers, when they start to get around that 40, you start to see some green, green shoots. And then they get to about 60, better. When they hit 100, you start to see them really find themselves and then ongoing until they. <laughs> hit around 200 and start to see sometimes see them start to subside a little bit but you know what I'm getting at yeah at at the back end of last year I saw some little things in his game little things in his game like his his subtlety and his playmaking that you went hey this kid's got some real class about him and and he showed that something that he played he did a little short ball for Campbell Graham 
uh, in the first half that was up a short side. And to play a short side and do it, yeah, that, that, that takes a lot of intelligence and nice little sleight of hand. So it was really, it was great to see. Some good arguments, I reckon, too, for Andrew Webster. First game in charge of the Warriors. We'll break these down, but a new-look Warriors outfit, yep. and he's combined them well. Good uh, good argument for Craig Bellamy. I mean, we, we know what Craig Bellamy's done in the game, but to make sure that a player like Harry Grant can take that risk on the final play and to get through um, what was happening with Cameron Munster. And a good argument, too, probably for Kevy Walters as well to yes. instill that defence in the Broncos. So we'll dig in game by game uh, throughout the course of the next hour, but a couple of the other issues outstanding, Matty. Jerome, Luai, Jamin, Salmon give each other a spray. It's caught on the television cameras. Um, players get into sprays with other players all the time. It's the competitive nature. But if you're Ivan Cleary and you look at that, is it what you want to see or are there cracks starting to appear? It wouldn't worry me if I was a coach one bit. I'd just drag him. You drag him into training and say, hey, boys, everything okay? You bloke sweet? Okay, let's get on with it. Like some of the things you say to your, some of your best mates or even people you're related to, on the field, <laughs> honestly, it just like, like I mean, me and Joe. One of the great things having Joey as a house partner and vice versa is that we could absolutely just give it to one another, say some horrible things, and we still do. But then, of course, you, you know, because you, your brothers, it's it's forgotten in in half a second. But even. Like, I played alongside a guy called Adam Muir, and me and Hertz, were best mates, right? And he was an incredible, tough player. But the one thing he didn't like doing was getting on the kick chase, right? So every, we'd drive the ball downfield, and I'd watch Hertz, as his nickname was, and he'd just sort of bog trot down. So I used to run past him all the time and give him a mouthful, give him a slap on the ass, and go, get down there, you lazy. And, mate, he'd turn around and give me a massive spray. And it was every kick chase. This sort of stuff, it happens at full time because they lose and because it's caught on camera, it becomes a big deal. But, Matty, it's not really. Mm. It's just, I think it's just a, a signal of the frustration, which is obvious across the side. Is it competitive? It's, it's obviously competitive juices. I actually saw Fletchy Boy ask the question last night on your show, and I thought it was a good one. So do you prefer that to happen in the dressing rooms? I mean, if, if you're yeah. a coach, do you say, listen, boys, pull that over there? Or... You just let them go at it, mate. You know, sometimes if it happens in the dressing room, it can escalate a little bit because everybody or everyone's watching it, and you start to get the, you know, guy standing around. Oh, 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 that's enough. That's enough. Quite, and suddenly you're in there and you're watching it, and you're going, "Hang on, this is we're we're losing control here." And a little bit of panic. But for those two just on the field to go at each other, I think, <laughs> I if I'm one of their teammates and I wake up the next day and I see that vision, mate, I have a laugh. I just go have a like you sort of you can see with the personality of both guys that 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 sort of stuff's not unusual. Wade Graham's hit on Davy Mawali. Uh, he's now facing three weeks at least. If he challenges it and fails, it'll be four weeks. Um, when I saw it, mate, I thought, "Wow, what a hit!" Like everybody, yeah. but then I saw his feet come off the ground as well, yeah. and and the contact with the head. Do you think that this is this is the right kind of charge that he should be facing? Yeah, look, I, I can't argue one way, like I did at the start, and talk about head knocks and then say that's okay. Um, Wade, oh, I mean, he's one of my, one of my in the last decade, one of my favourite players, and they were under the pump at the time, and he thought, I'm going to take it upon myself to try to do what Felice would do the next day, inspire the boys and get a bit of traction. But when you go in like that, 
and you go, you race in that aggressively. What happens, Maddie, is is you do lose control, you know, and you're putting, yeah, you're putting the opposition player at risk, but also you're putting your yourself at risk that you're gonna that you're gonna you know, clip someone on the chin because all of a sudden if they just you know change or they drop a little bit, that's when it goes wrong. And that was the case with Wade. He he didn't. He certainly it's not in his makeup to go out there and do that sort of stuff deliberate. He just. You know, in in a flash, he thought he thought to himself, "The side needs something here. I'm going to do it." And uh, yeah, it, it just he just miscalculated slightly. It shows you how much of a game of inches, millimeters it is, and obviously where the game's looking at in terms of if you get it wrong, there are penalties to pay. Yeah. And I think it's pretty clear that in that case, as spectacular and as brutal and as and as great as it was in the scheme of things, there was an element of of it came out wrong, and and he will face the penalty on that. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. You want to dive in to the EPL this morning? Do so. Liverpool have absolutely pants Man United or one three hundred. 01-1170. Who was your standout player from round one? What do you think about the Dally M changes? And I also want to know the best newbie of the first round. Who came out of the gates best? This is the roundup right here on SEN.